chill the fuck out. We're here. We're back. We're doing another episode of Loud About Nothing. Okay, okay, okay. It's me. It's your boy. It's that fucking smoke show. The hottest dude in the podcast game. That thotty boo body, bro. Sebastian Canelli. Hell yeah. Okie dokie. And he's here. He's looking good with his fucking pink shirt on today. My nephew is the cutest boy in all of the Poconos, okay? Give it up for Robbie boy. Robbie, say what's up. Thanks, Sebastian. I don't know if that's much of an accomplishment. Hey. I wouldn't say this hey. region of the, the world is known for their dashing good looks. I'll tell you this. I'm not going to Poconos, and, and I'm not making any lists, bro. I'm not making 15 hottest dudes in the Poconos, okay? So, so please, please, uh, feed the feed the famine, bro, All okay? Right. I, I mean, I can't. There's also a pandemic along with the famine, so. But feed hey, the maybe, famine. maybe I'll stay out here long enough to feed the famine. You got it. I'm, I'm going to, no matter what, I want to be in that house one day. You will. <laughs> No matter what, I got to be in that house one day just because I've looked at the background for hours and hours and I got to know what the truth is. I, I don't necessarily feel the same. And your your background looks much nicer. <laughs> you don't feel like you want to be here. I'm not like I need to be in Sebastian's parents' basement. Fuck. Those that fucking hurts. sick shoes. Right off and- the bat. Right off the bat, it hurts. Right off the bat, this episode is hurting. Okay. <laughs> You, you fuck you, Robbie. Well, I'll tell you this. You know, you know what my mom says all the time. What? She goes, Sebastian. I can't wait. She goes, I can't wait when the world opens. And then she goes, and everyone's normal. Maybe we, maybe we invite Robbie over to the pool. That would be nice. That so sounds fuck nice. you, bro. Fuck you. And that does show, sound so nice. I think you have the she, same exact house as you. I think you have the same house as my grandma. The same layout. So that's nice. You'll feel comfortable. You'll I be will right feel at home. comfortable. And I'll probably talk about it. Be like, oh, this is all my ground. Like when people- <laughs> yes. People are always very, uh, I guess, astonished when that shit happens. Let's let the audience in on the secret right now, okay? Let Let's let know. them in. It, what's up? Let them know. Let them know. I'm, gonna, I'm about to let them know. I'm about to drop the hot goss. It's late. You know this episode. Wait, first off, you know the episode comes out like Tuesday at 1 a.m., it is literally Monday night at 11 p.m. Okay. First off, it's Monday night, 11 p.m. Secondly, this is the first episode Robbie and I are doing a little drinking. During. <laughs> this is the first I have a Coors Light and Sebastian has a White Claw. Yeah, I'm doing this. This is sponsored by White Claw, this episode for me. Okay. It makes me feel like I could fuck a pool boy drinking spices. Fuck a pool boy. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me feel it gives me it gives me that I have a big hat and I can fuck a pool boy. Energy. Yeah. And uh, you know what? That's what you I need. need to. I need to feel like that. I think I operate best in that realm. I think that I would I would be a fucking desperate housewife. I think I would be a phenomenal desperate housewife. OK, I truly think I have that energy. I think, I think at my too. best. At my best, I'm cheating on my rich husband. Yeah. At Sebastian's best, that's where I live, right? When I'm operating at a fucking optimum level, I am fooling around on my husband who works in finance, okay? <laughs> and I'm not even trying to be shady. It sounds so fun, that life, to me. I want. Do you think it's... people, when they marry some, like, stick-up-his-ass, boring finance dude, they, in the back of their mind, are like, oh, no, no, no. There will definitely be affairs. <laughs> yes. This is like on the wedding day, they know that it's this is just an arrangement almost. People, 
people cheats before they get married. Yeah. That blows my mind. It yeah. blows my mind. How are you going? How are you going to go in to something that you've already fucked up? I don't know. I shouldn't be speaking about this. Yeah. I guess I'm not like I'm not the source. I don't. I'm literally not the source. Never been married. Yada, yada. But I think that just some people are like, OK, with cheating. Yes, I think cheating for some people isn't that big a deal. I guess they, there's ways you could outline what the scenario is going to be and all that kind of shit. But and look, I also think there's a lot of nuance to cheating. I think sometimes I'm not this is, somebody this is who, what a cheater says. This no, is what no, a cheater I don't cheat. Says. I don't cheat. I don't have relationships like that. I don't cheat. He but doesn't. Robin, Robin I could cheat. understand. Robin, yeah, I you, have cheat to cheat. Cheat. you have to commit to cheat. You have to commit to cheat. Right? You have to commit to cheat. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky said, "You miss all the shots you don't take. You can't cheat on all the girls you don't date." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is a beautiful quote. That is a beautiful right? quote. This is. It you only rhymes you too. Can't, you can't cheat on all the girls you don't date. Okay. That's true. Beautiful. Exactly. But okay, so I think but. there is a nuance, especially for women. It's like sometimes it's hard to leave a abusive relationship or sometimes it's hard. It's not as easy. You have kids. It's not whatever the the yes, the situation, yes. the stakes of the relationship are. Sometimes you know it's just easier to cheat. And I if that's a, I, I don't I'm not like all oh, cheat is a scumbag. Like, I think that it, sometimes it's a case by case scenario. I just want to apologize for me when I was said I, I was a desperate housewife that was that was fucking the pool boy at the top of the episode. I wasn't thinking about the nuance of my life as it's that fine. Okay? No, you don't have I to. I wasn't thinking. Oh, no, no, Robbie, 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 you are so. Robbie, serious. Robbie, you are so right. I was not thinking of the nuance of my character in that the, 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 my my alter ego at that moment, and I should be. I should always be thinking about the nuance of my made up characters. Oh my god, I'm such a dumbass, Robbie. I literally this is why we don't drink on episodes because yeah. I'm talking. I'm a desert housewife, fucking blue pool boy, and, and Robbie's bringing up. He goes, "Well, you got to be more nuanced about that." No, you know, you I might think be in cheating in general. If somebody were like, oh, yeah, I cheated on my boyfriend in college and high school, I wouldn't yes. be like, I wouldn't, oh, no, once a cheater, always a cheater. Oh, you're a bad person. I would. No, like, I totally right, agree. Let me know what the deal, what your situation was. A hundred percent. I think People open have to communication work shit out. It's like, yeah. Open you might be insecure. I was really insecure problems. when I was in college and I didn't know I wanted attention from girls or guys. Like, I don't know. It's just like, I'll let you tell me your st whole story before I judge you for cheating. That's beautiful, because as we all know, Robbie takes five hours of talking before he goes in for a kiss. OK, <laughs> you go over Robbie's house. That's, a, that's if you on go the over, low end. <laughs> yes, that's on the low end. OK, if you go over, say you go to the bar with Robbie, you, you're at his house by by midnight. I promise you, you'll be watching the sunrise as he's fucking talking. Your ear I don't. Off, OK, I, I once put this out as like an Instagram survey, and it's an interesting debate I th or just like topic of conversation <laughs> okay shoot it shoot it my way shoot it my way i don't think i've ever had a first kiss sober since i was in high school jesus robbie are you kidding me yeah have you i put it out it was 50 50 you've had sober first kisses so the first time you ever kissed somebody you were both sober yes many times since high school Many times it makes me feel alive, bro. Wow, bro. I, I bet you that the real so not even a single drink. I mean, I mean by sober, like no drinks in me. Yes, no drinks. I'm talking like like wow. we meet, 
we go out for drinks with no kiss, then we meet up for like a lunch or coffee, and then I go for the kiss. Yeah, see, I don't do that. <laughs> see, but that's also exciting. because I didn't really go on dates. That makes me feel that 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 lights a fire in me because it, it makes me feel yeah I'm ignited in flames right <laughs> what am I saying right no, I guess um, you're right it is a night it is a, it, it's a risk you're taking more of a risk of your emotions and you're going you're being more vulnerable in that you're moment. being more vulnerable and more vulnerability equals more excitement I'm also the kid that that also took ecstasy and went on fucking the Hulk ride in Universal Studios so <laughs> no maybe way. I'm not the best maybe I'm not the best person and to I was check in for with seeking Raleigh. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't come out in the four episodes I talked about it. I did Molly. Nah, bro, because I let you hang. I let you embarrass yeah. yourself. <laughs> I let you I, I let you is, do you. That is nice then. I, I mean that is something maybe maybe that should be a goal that I have in twenty that I have a first kiss that is sober. I guess a lot of my first kisses happened at bars or you would get drinks first or that the social lubricant of alcohol. You need a first sober kiss. Yeah. Please, please, listeners out there, if you know somebody that's willing to kiss Robbie that might want to kiss him sober, please DM him. Okay, please. In the future, Robbie, we're getting you a sober kiss. Okay, I think it's more of a, it's more of a show of emotion than a lot. Like if if you have sex drunk, arguably a first sober kiss is like, oh wow, that's a little bit more. I don't know. I would rank that higher on the scale of I don't whatever the scale I would say that this, I just created. Yes, the I love scale this. Yes, of a, a drunk intimate interactions. I think a drunk yes, a drunk sex is lower than the a sober first kiss. Uh, a sober first kiss is more intimate. Yes, I, you know what I learned. The most intimate thing is what two people. Touching each other's back of their hands. Bridgerton, bro. That shit's got me turned on, bro. <laughs> I never knew I want to touch. I never knew I want to touch someone's hand so bad. Not even like hold their hand, just graze their fingers. Oh my god. I remember, I've... yeah, back in high school when I would hold yeah, holding hands was a uh, holding hands shit. honestly is probably more intimate than some drunk sex. Yes. Yes. And you're in the movies and you hold hand, like you're like. Yeah, and especially boom, boom, yeah, boom, you boom, do boom. that. <laughs> It'll take twenty five minutes to start holding it. You'll be like, touch the thumbs, touch the index fingers. Have you ever been You'll on the couch here. next to a girl, girl, and y- your two legs touch? <gasps> in, yeah. in class, two and feet that, touching. Uh, yeah, L- literally, I've had, I've come harder for my foot touching a girl in in, in class than than from actual uh, uh sex. No. Way. Okay. No. Way. Uh, no. Not you physically. Come. I just meant emotion. in math class. I've never just my. Pants, I would have put it. I would have put it past you to be in geometry. I did one time. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? I don't scream. What's happening? I don't scream. What's happening? That's just, middle. No, I need to get ahead of this. I need to get ahead of this. I need to get ahead of this. I do not scream. What's happening? Every time I come. Okay. I do not just yell. No, but what's happening? There no, might have no, been no, a. No, no. There might have been a period of time where that happened. No, no. I was always very composed. It would happen. I, I, I it would happen. I go. Of course. That's what I would, I would go. Phenomenal. Of course. Right. I did once. Um. I did once in band class um, uh, try for the whole 45 minutes to masturbate with my mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by White Claw, motherfuckers. <laughs> Wait, what? Right? 
I I literally sat there and I go, I wonder if I could use the pa- my power of thought. I was fucking, I was, what's his name? Uh, who's the motivational speaker? Tim Robbins. I was Tim Robbins at the moment. I go, I wonder if I could use power of thought to make myself come in this class. Did and you I literally get far? Just, did you at least, were you able to become erect from the shit power? Shit was happening. Shit was happening. Oh, I, I wasn't erect, but I felt like, wow. Stuff, my body was flowing. My body, though, but it was, I felt the energy what, there. Ener- what uh, instrument did you play? I played saxophone. And also, uh, this was also later, I had a lot of sexual experiences in my bands in my okay. years because during um graduation there was this flautist and flautist i was is a, a someone who a plays flute the player. flute wow yes yes what, what are you saying wow because i knew that or wow because you knew that <laughs> you sounded fancy oh i knew a let flautist. me just give you a pro tip out there set the bar low they're always impressed okay <laughs> Set the bar low. Everyone's I've been taking pages out of your book. Yes. Set the bar low. Robbie's actually fucking Don Juan DeMarco. Okay. But I've been <laughs> telling everyone that he sucks. So then when he finally does kiss someone, they'll be like, wow, Sebastian was wrong. You know, right? Because after, after you're done kissing Robbie, I want you to bring me up instantly. Anyways. Uh, so this flautist in, in my, I remember it was eighth grade graduation. The bands, we were to the side and we were playing like pop and circumstance, you know, like the graduation, the, the processionals uh, to come into the graduation. And there was this girl. I'm not going to say her name. I'm not going to say her name, but she was I, I, I thought she was so cute. Right. And um, we were talking. We would talk a little bit at the saxophone section sat right by the fucking flout section. And she was a shitty flautist. So she was all the way. First chair sits closest to the audience. Last chair sits closest to the rest of the band. You know? Okay. It, it, according to that. And she was a shitty flautist, thank the Lord, because she sat right next to me, who I was in the saxophone section. Right? So our chairs were like uh, catty corner to each other. I don't know if okay. that's right. But um, and we were talking. And then during the graduation, you know what this girl starts doing? No. She takes her flute and she starts rubbing it on my pinochle, bro. What? This is... Eighth grade graduation. Eighth grade graduation, bro. In between, <laughs> she gave you a flute job. I got a flute job. In between, oh, pop did and you finish? Did you do, finish? Do, 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 do. Okay, everyone rest. <laughs> and she would <laughs> go to fucking no, work. No, no. She would go to work on my pinochle, bro. And I'll be sitting there with the alto. I'd be making sure to cover it up because I was fucking. <laughs> I was in khakis, bro. Yeah, I was hitting. I was hitting sharps when I should be going yeah. flats, bro. I was all over the map. I'll tell you this. Thank God I didn't have a solo that day. Yeah, she was rubbing. She was rubbing on it That's with so her fun. flute, and I was so excited. I was, and actually, in in reality, it was just metal touching my penis. Yeah. Right. But it was her. It was like the. It was It's her. the circumstance. Could, it's the pomp and circumstance. It's the pomp and circumstance <laughs> around the situation. She was phenomenal. She was, she was a dream. She, ah, uh, she was great. I remember. I, 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 the next time I saw her, I went to the doctors, and she was like, I was waiting for my mom at the doctors, and she lived around there, so we walked around the neighborhood, and we started. We didn't even like kiss but we were just like touching each other in places i know i feel like miss those times those yeah i haven't been intimate like that in a very long time like years almost i don't know it's 
this is sad, Robbie. I know. This is sad. Like, like, yeah, there is something to that that is sometimes lost when just drunk hookups or you're going out to bars or meeting people. Like, you get caught up in life. And I don't yeah. think like, it becomes no, more you don't get transactional. Caught up in life. You don't get caught up. What do you no mean? You're like, busy. Oh, you're not, you don't have time to just re- like get to know somebody like that slow. I don't think. So I think the thing that makes that more exciting is you go to school with these. You know what I mean? You get the backstory. That's why I like work hookups sometimes are a heightened. Oh, uh, yes. You know what yes, I mean? Because there's a tension. And there's a tension. Yeah, there's no tension, tension building. Yeah. Well, because. No. This world of Bridgerton, for it's this show on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, and I'm not a huge fan. I don't like the world at all. But and then the more I think about the world, the more I think about how shitty I don't like our world. But the women okay. don't. They don't learn what sex is. They don't. They just mm-hmm. are like become an age of which they can be courted, and they're not allowed to have any relate sexual emotional they're not even allowed to be in the with the other sex of a different family if you're even in a garden with somebody from the other sex without a chaperone it's looked down upon so like the tension is wild but it's also just wild and i think that's the big takeaway from the show that we have to start leaning back into that tension and this is why i don't kiss girls on the first date you don't ever kiss girls on the first date not really, bro. I'm not a big first day kisser, bro. And I'll tell you this. It's never the wrong choice. It's never the wrong choice. You want them saying, I wish he kissed me. Yeah, I guess you're right. You want them. All, that is, everyone nice. That out is there, nice. Don't kiss on the first date because it's only going to make it better. Yeah. I don't know who taught me this, but thank God that I learned it somehow. Not Probably some on the hacky first... teen rom-com. Yes, I'm sure some fucking walk to remember bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean, bro? Which was probably but... written by some creepy dude who just what girls wouldn't kiss him on the first date. Yeah. <laughs> For being honest. I know. Let's be honest. I didn't kiss <laughs> he made on the first a rule date. So because... the guy, <laughs> who knows? It was like screenwriters back in the 90s rom-coms. But yeah. I don't know I if there were people lining on the up first, to kiss. First date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please. No, no girls ever touch these lips. Is it a date? I'm not sure. I think it is. They never do. Then I, <laughs> but I don't kiss them on that moment. Okay. He made the rule. Yeah. But I think the building of tension is exciting. Of course. Let's just Let's just put cards on the table. Let's just throw cards on the table. Sex is fine. It's yeah. good. The idea of sex is what's the hottest thing in the world, right? The hype, yeah, yeah. The hype around yeah, it sometimes is the, the hot- Sometimes the sex is hot. <laughs> yes, sometimes the yes. sex is hotter than the idea of it. If the idea so of sex right. was the hottest thing in the world, then I would, quarantine would be a breeze. Because <laughs> no. all I've had for the last however many months is the idea. <laughs> Robbie. What? Robbie, tell the audience what you told me. I know you don't want to, but you need to tell them what happens to you when you watch Bridgerton. Because <laughs> everyone we? could make fun of me for my last episode. My sister listened and heard me having to run out of fucking Cold Mountain. Okay, I'm calling out. I'm calling all Robbie's family. <laughs> Tune in to this fucking moment. Go ahead, Robbie. Hit, hit, the, hit, the, hit the shit. They have bro. it. Go. Literally, one of the episodes is just softcore porn for almost an hour. And, and then I, what happened? It turned me on. So I turned and it off and had to go take care of my own business. <laughs> he TCBY, bro. <laughs> I had to TCBY. But he took that, care of business, you know? <laughs> okay. Yes. 
that there is a full episode that is basically just sex in different places. But what I will say, I think my takeaway from it is wait, wait, wait. Let's linger on your jerking off for a little bit. You don't want to linger right. on that. He's pushing no. forward. He's I'm pushing, pushing forward. Through. I have points okay. to make. Okay, go ahead. Make your points about Bridgerton. I'll let you off the hook for this one, okay, Mr. Molly? All right, go ahead. I think that the my main takeaway is it's extremely transactional in the show, dating. It's very what the status of this person is. I mean, they try to intertwine love into it, but it's like you go out, you meet people, It's you meet for a little bit of time, you know what Uh their kind of position in life is. They have like resumes. Oh, this person does this. People kind of talk about it. There's a newspaper, I guess, that kind of talks about it. And I'm like, I hate this. I don't like this. And then I start thinking, it's actually, we're not that far removed from that kind of society. Yes, we're, women know about, obviously, sex beforehand. And it's not, it's extremely sexist, the show. The world that they've created, not necessarily the show. But, yeah, I don't think that we're as far removed as we should, probably should be from this. It's dating apps. Yeah, saying, it's exactly. Bridgerton, presenting it's to similar. the queen is you presenting to Bumble. Yeah, dating apps. It's, I yes. would say, yeah, like dating apps are these little meetups. And then, yeah, like Instagram yes. is the lady whistle. The, the, the gossip rumor is just like Instagram. The, I love this because we haven't come, I guess, that far. Because it is all because you and I. Both, I'll tell you this on paper. I am, I am the least eligible bachelor in the world. I on went paper, from. There's also a thing that you could do something in this world and you get become tainted, and then you're kind of out of the dating pool. I guess that's. I was once maybe in this pool of the ton they call it. Yes. So there's a group of people that are all trying to date and fucking meet their husband, whatever. And I'm now out of it. I'm. I, you're now I'm out of it. I yeah. dragged you down. I I'm dragged you out of it. it. I'm no longer in the. You ton. know how awkward it is to be on a dating app and so a girl asks you what your job is and you have to say I don't have one. <laughs> and this is pre-COVID, okay? This yeah. is pre-COVID. A girl would ask me what I did. I go, I don't know. <laughs> I would literally say I don't have a job. I play. And they would believe. still go out with me. Yes, there's a certain magic, I guess, of somebody. Yeah, that's out of these constraints, the constraints of whatever status. Yes. And it's very status based. And even the love and story that's what is like very apps, status based. Yeah, for sure. That's what dating apps are. I mean, there's a certain if if you have a picture at Machu, if you you a Machu Picchu, you know what I mean? Yes. You're going to date a, 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 someone that has a picture by the oh, Apple yeah, Tower. You have your college and your job and where you're 100 percent. Even your neighborhood in New York City, I think, presents a different kind of status like it's very yes. i was like we're there this is probably looked at like old times super like whatever we're not that much better than these people <laughs> no there are people that do not date out outside of the upper west side for sure for sure, for there's, sure. there's they go they go i only go down to chelsea and they do not go they, below chelsea they settle they they get to a certain age and they're like yeah this is what i got to, i'm gonna be core uh, this is it this is what we're gonna do yes it's not it's not necessarily for love. I'm going to tell you this. If you ever, if any of the listeners ever see me married out there, I am not a settler. Yeah, I am not I don't a settler. Think I, would either. I, I promise you this. I am never going to settle for, for a life like that. Yes. That I don't, there's no need for me to do that. No, I know. And I guess I'm, with women, know it is women, if you want to have a family, there's obviously a different. Yes. There's, and to freeze eggs is so expensive. I heard. Yes. But yeah, um, don't settle. But, 
probably but better yeah, don't off in the long settle. run. <laughs> You're probably better off in the long run, okay? And also dating apps, one, let's just talk, let's just fucking throw them under the bus right now, okay? Yeah. What the, f- dating, conversations on dating apps, I'm not on them right now, so don't fucking look at me up, okay? Conversations on dating apps are the worst. They ask you, people be asking each other questions like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm 31 years old, okay? Yeah. That's what I asked my nephew who's two, okay? I, I know. Can we get rid of this question of what's your favorite color? Can that yeah, just be tossed out the window for yeah. adults? That I is am truly more, insane. I am more than just a person that likes green. Okay. I am more <laughs> than a person that, what do you, you're never going to be like, oh yeah. Oh, he cheated on me. He cheated on me. But I'll tell you this, he likes green. So I'm going to stick around. Right. Yeah. It's never, it's never a We selling both point. like green. Yeah. Yes, oh my god, I love green. But I think, yeah, there's it's hard to materialize a personality. I think a lot of people maybe they just don't have a personality, but they try to don't you try to deconstruct your personality and put it on the dating app. And I, my personality isn't, oh, I like green, I like the Sopranos, I like, I don't know, I it's an energy, I think, to a certain extent. I'll tell you what a person is. Yes, it's a hundred. That's why dating apps suck. Suck uh, when for you're me a child, you specifically. If you, yeah, if you were an <laughs> account executive at Goldman Sachs, yes, and yes, you have and houses you're, you're in six Greenwich four, Village, and you're you, six you go, four. you go to the Hamptons all the you time, the, and your yeah, personality yeah. sucks. Yeah, right? and you love blue. Dating apps, <laughs> I love blue. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone always buys you like a, a, a fucking something from the Islanders because they know they go, oh, he loves the Islanders, right? If <laughs> everyone always yeah. buys you the same Christmas gift because you're that guy, yeah, you have no personality, okay? <laughs> okay. If you're if if you always get gifts from people, it's like, up, oh, I got him another Goodfellas poster because you know he likes Goodfellas. <laughs> you have no personality because if I you think, think if you're easy to shop for, you don't have a personality. If you're the more difficult you are to shop for, the more beautiful you are as a <laughs> soul yeah I like the more that. beautiful you are i think about it. if you had to buy pablo picasso or or <laughs> what would you buy him you know what i mean you can't be like you can't be like i know he likes turtles i'm gonna get him a little turtle statue right we can, what would you buy these people that actually had rich what would you get da vinci I don't if know. you had da vinci on your fucking secret santa list and you got da vinci you go oh i'm fucked but if you got if you got steve from new jersey i'll tell you this yeah. you're fine giant you'll get hoodie, a, baby you'll get him a giant hoodie he'll be happier than ever maybe you get him an autographed eli ball because that's what he yeah. loved the team the, the most and the kid will cry in front of the whole family i guess that's funny yeah i don't i'm sure there's parts of me that i, I could wear you know what i mean there's things i would like but yeah to truly be like oh you get me through a gift then it wouldn't yeah yes. it's a little bit i don't it would be like something to do like i would want to do something with somebody like, i'd be like oh, if i have to buy you a product I'd be like yo let's go do this or let's do maybe we do this let's go to fucking here for a weekend or i don't know hang out let's go to yeah, pick you, a nice restaurant in the city we'll go I mean, maybe everyone to, is you, basic back to everyone has somewhat basic needs hundred percent. And I, I encourage you to have multiple basic things. Correct. You just shouldn't have one strong basic thing. Yes. You shouldn't be defined by one basic thing. Children define themselves by their favorite color and favorite animals. Teenagers yes. define themselves by their favorite music and favorite movies, right? Adults, yes. you should not be able to define yourself by a couple of things. And that's yes. why dating acts suck. Yeah. Suck. What would dating you... acts suck for that reason. So if you had to, if you're a very personable guy, 
your what would you give? If somebody's you, like, Rocket. I need to. I would say this. I, would I need say to this. be on the dating apps. I need to. I want to find somebody. I'm getting to the age. I want to. I know that they suck. I know that it's like Bridgerton. It, it's courting and it's it's deduced yes. to what would you, would you give any advice? Do you have? Did you do well on them ultimately when you were on the dating apps? I no. I mean. I think well would be I would I, I would be with a, uh, someone I met. I there, guess right? you'd be dating. So <laughs> <laughs> I would say no. All right. So how would, would you how no. you're very funny. You're a professional comedian. How would you I how would you convey funny or personality? Is it even possible to convey funny or personality? On I don't think app? it is. You don't? I don't think I, I don't think it is. And the more clever and quippy they are, the worse that they suck in person. Yeah. The better their answers are, the more they like. There's very bought into the specific app. You yes. Do so you think? If, yes. I think that's what I would probably do, which is what I did do. <laughs> which would be Jesus to Christ. get off the, be like, let's kill just meet me, in person. Kill me. Kill <laughs> let's me. just meet in person. Or I couldn't do. I I was only on the dating app for literally half a day. But I would say I probably the quicker you just meet them in person, be like, oh, this is what I'm like. Actually, like. To the more you're into that world, it's probably weird. Yes, I, I think that the sooner that you're just like two people, the better. Yes. I, that's why I totally think. And that's legit the worst advice for me to give right now. Yeah, because you can't meet people. No. And hanging out with someone on Zoom is not the same. No, not at all. Not at all. But that's OK. That's OK. We'll just get through these times, and when it's over, I think that people are going to be going out a lot more, and more people are going to meet each other in person, more naturally. I think it's going to be. I, I'm excited for that period of time because I do think that's going to be yes. awesome. I think people are, and that's where I've always thrived is meeting people. I like to talk to strangers. Uh, I like to know. go to the we store. Know. I like we to know. talk to strangers. You like to talk to strangers too. I'll tell you this: I'm having a hard time though. This is still we said we called it. This is going to be the roughest month, and yeah, Robbie, it's not easy. It's been a bad month. I've been having a hard month. Yeah. It's tough. I'm I'm sad. Me too. I texted you the other day. I'm sad. You're like I knew you were going to be sad. We give each other time to be sad. <laughs> we I know. All we try to do is arrange our schedules that we're not sad at the same moments. Yeah. That's exactly. all Robbie and I are out here doing. We yeah. literally we, we're just trying to be like, okay, it's your turn to be sad. This is yeah. we kind of are in a relationship in that regard. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like the other day I was upset about something and you were more upset. So I go, right, it's Robbie's Robbie's moment to be upset. Yeah. This is but but you I mean, I mean, you broke me the other night. I know. I explained Robbie capitalism to me. Sebastian and he cried for two hours. Robbie explains what the stock market and capitalism is to me. One, how sad is it that I don't understand what it is, a 31-year-old man? No, I don't think it's necessarily taught why. It's, and it's, the, it's not. It's not really. Go, it doesn't make any sense that the whole basis, what politicians or rich people base the quote-unquote economy off of is the stock market. And it's not taught how please, it works it's not please, taught robbie, yeah. please robbie please don't get into it okay? all right I won't. <laughs> please please so now literally so we can't talk about the stock market or, or capitalism anymore <laughs> literally yeah. i had to tell robbie we can't do it. i had to text him the next day being like hey dude um i think i called you i was like hey man um i had a bad night <laughs> I had a bad night he goes what happened i go i like um I like thought about capitalism and the stock market. And I just cried. And then I made eggs in the microwave. 
<laughs> that was my night. I'm making food that should be cooked on the stove in the microwave, crying, thinking about capitalism. Okay. I don't know how much sadder I could get. I, this is why I'm officially, it's official. I'm fucking emo. You're it's emotional. Official. I'm emotional. Yes, I am. I'm tired of hiding it. I am an emotional man. Okay. <laughs> but I know everyone out there thought I was composed, put together, that everything about me, my emotions, that you could present something to me. And I, I absorb the information. I go, huh, let me think about that. I'll present you with my feelings later. No, that's not the truth. I'm an emo slut, okay? <laughs> I'm officially a fucking emotional slut. And I am using I am using the word slut as I am free with my emotions, okay? <laughs> when something happens, it's just falling out of me nowadays. And I can't hide it. That's good. I think what's the And you point? know what? Not only what's can you the- not hide it, I almost feel obligated to share it to Instagram. <laughs> what do you mean? Like you don't not judge just hiding it. You're projecting it to all. You don't want. It's not just something that affects you. That's it. I'm You'll post a song. Know. You're yeah. I'm seeing it. You're like I'm an emo boy now on your story. I am saying I'm an emo boy. I was listening to that stupid song. Uh, uh, what was it? Driver's license. Oh yeah, I, I told you to listen to driver's license. I'm just in bed looking at the ceiling, fucking just listening to the song driver's license, thinking about how time passing and losing things. <laughs> Okay, I I am an not evil even, slut. I'm an emotional it's, slut. It's about getting. I'm sure the day you got your driver's license was a happy day, but it is. I guess we're not kids anymore, and it's just the, the nostalgia factor, and it you kind of takes you back. It's a good song, and I'm not hiding it anymore. Okay, no. I, I let it be known, Sebastian's an emo slut. Okay, and I'm not like in the fun way that the that people are on TikTok. Okay, <laughs> I am. In the very authentic way. I am just emotions are coming out of me and I'm letting them fly. I'm yeah. letting emotions fly out of me. I'm getting sad. I literally this is so embarrassing. I have a bag of empty bag of baked Cheetos right next to my thing, right? I literally, I literally took a bite of this, one of these earlier, and I went, one, I'm I'm becoming a pro at eating fucking uh Cheetos on Zoom quietly. Okay. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. I suck them soft, okay? I put one Cheeto in my mouth. I suck it soft. Is that even enjoyable? Is it a lot of the joy that comes out of eating a crunchy food is the crunch? You know what? It's like asking Michael Jordan if playing basketball is enjoyable. I don't know. He just got so good at the skill. Does it even fucking matter anymore? Okay? It turns into an art form. It turns okay. into... And I fucking... So I suck them soft, and then I, I bite, right? I've become a monster. I literally did eat one before, and I go, oh. I, I went like... I went, oh. <laughs> So emo emotions are coming out of me in all directions right now. I don't know what's happening. And then I see on the back of the bag, questions or comments, call 1-800-352, yada, yada, yada. I called. No, no way. And I said, this is where I'm at emotionally. I'm calling baked Cheetos and saying, I just want you to know that I had some of your baked Cheetos and I loved them. (laughs) And they said, thank you so much for calling. And that was, I said, I hope you have a lovely day. And they go, no one ever calls for good things. I go, well, I just I need did. To know the name of the, I need to know the name of the person who made these Cheetos because they made my day so yes. much better today. I legit called baked Cheetos up to thank them for being delicious. So I am, emotions are, so it's are not falling a, you out of me. Do you have like an emo playlist? 
I do. This is where you want to go. I'm talking about how happy I am. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to do a U-turn to fucking how happy I am sucking baked Cheeto soft. I do have an emo playlist. Do so not driver's license on, is on it. Do not follow me on Spotify. Follow me on all other platforms. Please leave me alone on Spotify. <laughs> I literally had someone text me the other day being like, hey, I hear that. I see that you're listening to this song a bunch. And I was like, oh, I felt so invaded. <laughs> I felt so invaded, and I'm a man who once a girl stuck a toe in my asshole, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and I felt so invaded from someone looking at my Spotify. It was the big toe, okay? I know everyone's wondering. Of course. Of course. How can you stick another toe up somebody's hand? Maybe the little this. toe. That's no. that's some gymnastic. It has this. to be the big toe. You put the little toe in, no toes coming out. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you this that little fucking fungi, uh, the little fungi monster on those nail commercials never saw that shit coming. <laughs> tough acting, tin acting is not that tough acting. <laughs> they, never saw, they never saw my asshole coming. <laughs> I can't believe. I can't believe. Please share the podcast. Please. I, I'm never yeah. going to be able to get a job. Please yeah. share the podcast. Oh, my God. I turned purple during that. I can't believe I admitted that out loud. <laughs> okay. Um, I do have an email playlist. I can't believe that you want to make me sad. Yeah, I have a fucking email playlist. And don't follow me on Spotify. But, yeah, I have a bunch of songs. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Bareilles. She, she fucking chokes me up. You know what I mean? I got the... I have a couple of fucking, like... Um, uh, older songs from like uh, my parents' age that make me think of them and stuff like that. I also I have like you, uh, James Blunt on there. Uh, Jay, I, there's I told you about the uh, the guy that I worked with that uh, and he goes, oh yo bro, the guy that he's literally. If I had to describe him, he looked like a walking Xanax bar. Okay, I think you. That's have, what this. I think you. I told this story before. No, I think you've brought up the walking Xanax bar before. How he would put the his pills on a magnet under I probably told the story where he rolled a blunt he rolled a blunt while driving and, and refused to let me roll the blunt because he had no, to he prove didn't. that he could he had to prove that he could roll a blunt while driving. Right? Staten nice. Island is a it's a beautiful place in Staten Island. Okay. I can't believe anyone's ever tried to explain toxic masculinity to me. I've literally lived it over and over again in this in this world I am. <laughs> oh, I could totally drive and roll the blunt. Yes. He goes, get yeah. the fuck out of here. And rather than just pull over, we drove aimlessly around as he rolled a blunt and drove with his knees. And then would insist on changing the, iP uh, the iPod. <laughs> okay. So he goes, yo. I go, what's up? And he goes, you know that song, uh, You're Beautiful? I go, yeah, yeah. And he goes, you know who sings that? I go, who? He goes, James Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was his big joke. That was his big joke. Does that song remind you of that period of time yes 100 percent. i gotta say i'm not surprised james my blunt life is brilliant not surprised my love is pure <laughs> i saw an angel <laughs> of that i'm shocked <laughs> i saw your place in a i'm not surprised <laughs> And everyone loved, everyone loved the song. Everyone loved those one line of the song. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. 
He is the Macy Gray. He's the Macy Gray of white guys. Let's just put it out there. Let's give him the title he deserves. That he was a one-hit wonder because of course he sounded like he was just burnt. Like his mouth was burnt. <laughs> he sounded like he had a, like he just had like a burning hot food, and that's what he was saying. Yes, like he just ate. They go, hey, don't eat the pizza. It's right out the oven. Give him a he goes, and, and, and he goes, hey, I'm gonna eat this pizza, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay down the track. Okay, don't yeah, worry yeah. at all. I can see by my face that I was. <laughs> the producer's like, oh, hey, listen, listen to this. Get him, get James Blunt some more hot food, okay? And everyone loved the one something. line. Yeah, I think what we're was on the one line? Right? The one line that everyone loved. And check out, say, by my face, that I was fucking high. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Yeah. Everyone loved that because on the radio they played flying high. But uh, if you were a true, I badass, only heard it. No, I was. I wasn't. Yeah, I flying high was me. No, if you were a true badass, you knew it was fucking high. Um, yeah. So I do have an email playlist. Please don't follow me on Spotify. I need some privacy. I literally share everything with you. I share everything with the <laughs> listeners. Please don't follow me on Spotify. Please, because then I remember I was talking to this one girl and she would follow me on Spotify and I was actually listening to music so she would think I was cooler. Uh, that's a tough I was, trap to be in. I was not showing it's myself. It's like when you post shit. Like, I think most of what people post to their stories is so that they get the one person. Everyone always talks about the one person watches you. Everyone posts a story for the one person to watch it. Yes. You don't want that. To come, in. I have Apple Music, so that's not an issue. But you don't want that to come into your music, because then you're just, you can't even use what Spotify. A, you gotta a buy a privileged fuck. What a privileged fuck. Did you hear him? Did you what? hear him just then? I mean, I don't understand. I have Apple Music. Right? What a fucking asshole. I, I think Spotify's more. I have, a, I have Apple Music. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what you may have, but me and my iPhone. Hold on, let me pull out my iPad. Switch, swatch, switch. Ooh, let me listen to my Apple Music. Yes, I've always had Jay Z on my accounts. Okay, I can listen to whatever. I do have a wide. I was listening to the new High School Musical songs. I was listening to Olivia Rodrigo, but then I'll go to, yeah, some reggaeton. I I mix it up. I don't. Um, if you listen to my stuff, you'd be like, "What is this guy's?" Reggaeton to Bridgerton, you know what I yeah, mean, bro. Yeah. Reggaeton to <laughs> Bridgerton. I do. I downloaded the, the Bridgerton remixes too. Bro, you gotta. I, I'll tell you this. I'm listening to Bad Bunny for the reggaeton and the fucking uh the vitamin the fucking, quartet. The vitamin quartet for that Bridgerton, bro. Okay, I can't wait to go to the heights. I'll be bumping that Bridgerton out my windows. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm so uh, sorry. I'm so sorry. So there's some oh, good news. God, emotional. What's good? I guess we'll see. But up today, the day this comes out, should be the last day that Donald J. Trump is president of the United States. Oh, oh, what a ride it's been. <laughs> what a ride. Which I got to say, they removed him from Twitter. And I used to I didn't follow him, but I would check his Twitter every few days just uh -huh. to be like, I mean, he's the president of the United States and he's very erratic. So you kind of want to be in the know. But there's a part there's a part of it that you that you love to see a car crash. Or you just want to know if there's a car of crash course. out on your block before you, you go. Wanna know, your, you want to know you want to know how close we are to World War 3 yeah. some days. You know what I mean? This was before the pandemic. But they took him off Twitter and I got to say it was nice not 
having that every day. So I was thinking if there is somebody that like if if the stakes are the president of the United States and there's someone you're contemplating blocking and you're like, oh, no, I kind of like watching the uh, just block them, block them. Yeah. And let's not go into it, Robbie. I tell you to block people all the time. I'm <laughs> telling you to block people all the time. Robbie would be like, da, 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 da. just fucking watch my story. I go block them, block them. <laughs> Block them. I block people willy-nilly, bro. You do? Yes. Let them yeah. know I don't like them. Or unfollow. Yeah. I'm yeah. No, I've been way more unfollow. liberal on the I unfollow. I block, bro. I just straight up block. That's good. And then and then I don't even exist. And then they know where we stand. That I guess they're like, all right. If I wouldn't yeah, who cares? I think no. that you should block people. And I think that Trump will get blocked from like, that's it. He's going to be done. I think this is good. I'm very excited. I'm very hopeful for the future. I'm trying to stay positive about stuff, but I'm hopeful. I know. So hopefully, I mean, if I think what, maybe one hope. silver lining is people did become more engaged in things and probably care more about something today than they did. And like a lot of those issues predated Trump, I would probably say so like maybe still care about that after the fact and like keep tabs on whatever you care about because trump was bad but just i would say that that's my one fear is that people are just going to be like oh everything's great and it's like no keep fighting for things that you like and whatever the fuck i think the world is burning in in many regards that i think people will continue to keep tabs robbie i hope so that's my one i think so i think so and you know who we have to keep a tab on more than anyone who? Mr. Cuomo, he's writing books Andy in the middle Cuomo. of the fucking <laughs> Andy Cuomo himself. It's writing books in the middle Trump of fucking... going after Cuomo. Fuck them both. <laughs> yeah, fuck them both. And, and you say, hey, I thought Cuomo's your paisan. He is my paisan. Don't worry about it. He is my godfather by blood, okay? Not by the church, okay? Yeah. He's godfather by blood. You didn't even know that was a thing. He wrote a book. It's how to how to deal with the fucking pa- how to deal with the pandemic. leadership skills you, from the I learned from the COVID-19 crisis. You cannot write that book till it's over and you win, bro. You cannot <laughs> write. You, you, you're in the middle of it. What is one of the chapters? Write a book about whatever you're dealing yeah. with as you're dealing <laughs> with this it. Is therapy. Yeah. It's truly it's like if Matt Ryan wrote a book at halftime of the 28 to three Super Bowl, how to win a Super Bowl. It's like, bro, where you didn't you didn't finish this pandemic. It's worse now than it's ever been. And he he can't get vaccines. He can't get vaccines in people's arms. And but he has books on people's on the shelves. It's worse than it's worse than that, bro, because Andrew Cuomo isn't winning the pandemic right now. No, I would say. No, it's I'll tell you this. None of us are. Uh, It's more like Apollo 13. And when all the fucking uh, when all the warning lights went off and Tom Hanks is like, something's wrong. He's like, hold on. Hold on. Houston. (laughs) Hold on. Houston. I'm going to write a book on how to how we got out of fucking Apollo 13. Okay. this Amelia Earhart goes, I'm going down. I'm going down. Eject your seat, Amelia. Now I have to I have to pencil a book real quick, okay? Yeah. Get get it to Simon Schuster, okay? Yeah, the voyage trip of the Titanic, and the guy, it's like you yes. know what? He's sitting on his voyage, how to build a, a a cruise yacht. Yes, Cuomo, 
Cuomo, you can't be doing this. But I know he listens. I know he listens. And brother, don't worry. After this, we're getting a good slice of pizza. We're going to fucking pick it up with our hands and flip off fucking uh, de Blasio as he's with his fucking knife like a loser. I think we do have some other New York politicians that may be listening to this because I saw all I'm going to say is two months ago, you and I come on this podcast and you say that you're going to bring a hype house to Staten Island. Yes, and, and that plan is still once once we don't have to once we don't have to uh, fucking core from each other. I'm still making a hype house, okay? So fucking <laughs> honestly, send me a message because hype houses are going to be happening with Sebastian. If you want to be involved, let me know what you do, okay? Send me a DM. <laughs> S- let I me know, oh, and you also have to have a strong Staten Island accent. You need to sound like a Gavone, okay? <laughs> you need to sound, you need to know, you need to say words, and when you spell them, that Google doesn't even know what to do with them, okay? Anyway, so Andrew Yang is running, he announced this week that he's running for president or for the mayor of New York. And one of his key platform items that are getting a lot of media attention is that he wants to bring hype houses to the five boroughs. Wow. So I think he might listen. Wow, this was our idea, you scumbag. I know <laughs> I Andrew know. listens. I know Yang Andy. listens, okay? And I was going to say, Andrew Yang, you let us be the, the counselor of hype houses in New York and, and just yes. focus on some. There's a lot going on in New York right now. I think it's safe yes. to just hand it off the hype house responsibilities to Seabass Provolone. Send it, send it to Seabass Provolone. I'll tell you this: Sebi Chianti is gonna be coming at you because <laughs> he's back Chianti. drinking. Sebi Chianti's slamming all claws right now. Okay, so he's back and he's in action. So let Sebi Chianti be the fucking in charge of the fucking uh, uh, hype house biz. Okay, I love it. All right, Robbie, do we have any calls? We do have a call. Hey guys, um, calling quickly to get loud about HBO Home Box Office, the, the network. Um, and more specifically, HBO Max right now. There's been, they've gotten some hate recently in the news from filmmakers because they're releasing some things straight to streaming. But I want to just defend HBO as an organization because they changed television forever. The backlog of shows that they have is simply unparalleled. I mean, there's nothing else. No other networks have a backlog of, of television shows like HBO does. Uh, they constantly are curating good movies, bringing lesser-known films into the mainstream um, you know, for the masses. And yeah, I just, I fucking love HBO and I'm thankful for their presence in my life. Okay, cool. Oh, I love this. I love this too. I love, I love HBO. HBO. You want to talk about emo slut? I'm the HBO slut. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love HBO. And even this, I rarely do. I rarely, do, I rarely do this. I'm in the HBO Max family. Okay, so yeah. I can only speak highly of them. Okay, if I I, I exist in the HBO Max uh, uh, cinematic universe. Okay, oh, you so do. you're uh, I I 100 do search party. I, Check them I'm out. I'm in a couple episodes of Search Party, right? So yeah. I do exist in the HBO Max uh, cinematic universe. So I do want to say, I love HBO. I love. I HBO think that's Max. the dream. I think if somebody were to be like, "What's the dream to get like a TV deal to be able to have a show on HBO?" Like what 100%. Danny McBride does, where he can just make a new show and have new concepts. Phenomenal. That's like the dream life, I think, of Eddie, just to be on HBO and be able to do that. I didn't know a lot of people were even hating on HBO. Well, they were mad because this they're not all of the movies that they were going to release are now going to go also go straight to streaming. And I think filmmakers are mad because they might not get the money or they 
it was made to be seen in a theater. Like, I well, mean, theaters don't exist. Okay, man, I mean, we're all nobody can fucking. <laughs> yeah. Can we be mad about the right things? Can we be so, mad about the right we're things? All, I, <laughs> we're, can we not be mad? <laughs> alone in the poker. Like, I get that. There's things that I wish were a little different. I it's over, so many people of right course. now are like, yeah, you could tell that they've never had to struggle before. No, I'll tell you this. If you're on if you're on Twitter or Instagram blasting people about HBO Max, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe turn on CNN for five minutes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like learn about what's actually the world is yeah. before or you start just Fox bl- News, to be honest. Even Fox News, you'll you'll get a sense <laughs> of what the reality is. I, but it would- I bet you that Tucker Carlson could give two fucks about what these people think. Yes. Yes. But I, I think do HBO love HBO. was beautiful. I, I mean, love they gave HBO. Us the Holy Grail of television, The Sopranos. <laughs> the, they did. They gave us The Sopranos. Okay, and I know. I I and the, I know they've also given us B shows, which like B sides. Go deep. The Larry Sanders show might be one of the best. One of the best shows ever. Yes. The Larry Sanders show. I mean, we could go on I mean, and the on. The Wire, it's phenomenal. The Wire, the Wire, maybe the best TV. I think the the season where they're in the schools of The Wire is the best season of television ever made. I mean, it's phenomenal. I can't believe anyone's ever hated on HBO. Yeah, I can't believe. And let people release movies, right? We want to see them. I, know, Please, I can't can wait s- to see Space Jam. Space Jam will be released on HBO. I can't wait either. I just bought my nephew a Space Jam jersey. Yeah, that's all that's cute. I bought him, but I bought him the Michael Jordan version because, you know, I'm a 90s kid. Okay. So, but, but he's going to fucking have a Space Jam jersey and be able to watch Space Jam. I know. I also only buy gifts for my nephew that is things I wanted in the, when I was a kid, <laughs> right? It's not I, I don't I I don't take any of his personality or thought into what what he's getting, right? I only do what I wish I had when I was a kid. Yeah, I think that's a point where that is when these tiny little things are maybe part of your personality. I would even say HBO is part of my personality. <laughs> TV, I but love TV. I was talking to all people. of it. No. I'm but more than that. It's not all of it. You can get me ignited from talking about HBO. I watch everything with subtitles. I'm like, I like my friends are like, why do you do that? I'm like, I like to see the screenplay. They're like, oh, that's interesting. Does does the Shut wait, up, wait, bro. I this you're gonna Shut laugh. Up. My I say I like to see the screenplay. My friends are like, Oh, that's interesting. Do they show the screenplay as the subtitles? And then the actors, if they deviate from it, they say something different. I'm like, no, 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 no. I like it's just the word. They're like, oh, maybe it's a diff- totally different scene. And you like to see. Oh my I'm like, God. no, 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 no. It's literally just what they say. That I just don't want to miss so a word. Confusing. That would be so confusing <laughs> that like people that can't hear don't actually get to read along with the movie. Yeah. They're reading along with the writer's words. Yeah. Or yeah, the, the show. Yeah. Christ. But I do but like to. Not- I'm into that. Oh, yes. And I'm watching Bridgerton. I'm just, like, ah, oh, there nobody's characters developing really. It's kind of just draw, like, oh, maybe this, per-, but it's that's kind of HB- part of my personality, I guess. HBO does a great job with that, and I'll tell They're you the this, best. Robbie. They're the best. This is why you might do well on dating apps because you could boil your personality down to HBO. Okay, no, this is beautiful. No, HBO. this is the takeaway. No, it's no, we move on. Shut up, Robbie. We move on. We move. It's everything. We are cutting all of this because we are moving on. Okay. Robbio's per- Robbie's uh I call you Robbio. Rob Rob B O Robbio. 
<laughs> Rabio, he's HBO Rabio. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? <sighs> this is Robbie's personality, and that's beautiful. Robbie, what's up? Do we have any five star reviews? We do. We have some drama in the review game. Do you want the drama first? Or oh, you want the five star review? No, I want the five star review, and then give me the drama. So we have five star review. Beautiful. Nice. I always look forward to this podcast and it brightens my week every week. Hope awesome. Robbie starts to have an easier time in middle school. Me fucking Me too. too. Seb is hilarious <laughs> and I always love the guests. And I need Thadi Bubadi Army merch. That was beautiful. So please. That's so nice. Yeah, no, thank you. Keep reaching out. Keep giving advice. I mean, for the record, I'm not actually Sebastian's nephew. Some stop, people are starting stop. to think that he has two. He has one nephew. <laughs> That's what he has. And he's two years, three years old. Every story about my nephew is actually about Robbie. It's no, behind the scenes. No. OK, great. Now give me the drama, Robbie. The drama. So we have it slaps. The review is more baby beluga. But and it's a five star review from showbiz. Oh, showbiz has gone from a five star review to a one star review to a five star review. This is showbiz. This is the emotional roller coaster that is showbiz. But hey, we won showbiz back, baby. Okay. Fuck we yeah. won showbiz back. This is so beautiful. And it sounds like they want more baby beluga content. Okay. They want more Raffi children's program content. And just like HBO, we go from the Sopranos to Sesame Street, motherfuckers. Okay, <laughs> we could do it all. Okay, we showbiz, can. you want, and we will provide. Okay, no, this but keep is... reviewing, keep sharing. We put a lot of work into everything. We're we're reaching some milestones, which we're exciting about. So please yes. keep reviewing the podcast, sharing it, sharing the clips. We put a lot of work into everything, and we appreciate everybody. We appreciate, we love all you Thadi Bubadis, all the hotties out there. We're fucking, we are so grateful that you, everyone's listening and, and talking about the pod. Please keep reviewing five stars. And everyone, we're almost done with the hardest month. We fucking do this. We're together. We fucking got this shit. It's going to be beautiful when we're done. Let's ride it out. All right, Robbie, hit the fucking music. Music.